critics have said he has a face for radio and a voice for silent film. And now, here is your host, Ben Gordon. And we are on the air. It is spring break season. Woo! Yeah. Show them to me. Show them to me. Oh, I'm your host, Doc G, with me, as per usual, Justin, Virgin Bath, Evangelista. It's party time, baby. Ow! Let's ride. Dave, Burles, Berlin. I'm wearing my birthday suit. Oh. Wait, what? No, he's not really. It's not your birthday. No, it's not my birthday. Okay, just making sure. Okay, But I'm not wearing any clothes. Yeah, he is naked. That's true. Um, Aside from that, guys, it is spring break season. People are going on spring break. The college folk, they're going on spring break. All kinds of colleges around the globe going on break, guys. Time to get wild, am I right? Yeah, PCB season. I, I never really went on any spring break trips. I did one time. It wasn't that fun. You did? Now I know I, I was time, I was under twenty one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That I was like downer. seventeen in Destin. You uh, seventeen? So in high school you went on spring break? Yeah, Work. But it was like family. Dude, you're such a oh. rager. Oh, oh when I, it was with family, yeah. that really took it down there. Exactly. Yeah. So no, so we went to PCB, which like in Florida right, is a yeah. huge party one. Oh yeah. And so my buddy was like, "Oh, I live like 30 minutes outside of like the main area. Like it'll be awesome." And we're like 19. We're like, "Oh, heck yeah!" Like that. And <laughs> we're just gonna sit on the part and the beach and tan and look at everyone else having a really great time. There you go. That's what you do in high school. I never went on any of them when I was old enough hmm. to party. Yeah. yeah, and I still, I like, either. I mean, I'll be honest, the, the <coughs> spring break trips are tiring yeah! in general. They're they're tough. They're literally, they contradict their name. It is spring break, and they're not a break. Nope. They're an assignment. No. Yep. They're a tough assignment. I remember two years ago, a friend of mine, Rachel, she lived in North uh, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, oh my God, you're not going to believe the spring break I'm going on. And I Work. was like, oh, tell me about your spring break. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm leaving. Okay, okay, get this. Me and my friends are leaving at like 10 p.m. Friday night. Mm-hmm. And we're going to drive all the way down, uh, all the way during the night to Miami. We're going to get there at like 7 a.m. We're oh going gosh. to Jen's aunt's condo for three days. Jen's aunt's cause, condo. Because they're out of town. So we're going to get to stay there. And there's, Rage. there's eight of us there. And I was just like, well, how big is this condo? And Let's she's, party. She's like. One bed. Yeah, exactly. And I was just like. <laughs> One bed, but there's a few couches you could sleep on. What? And an air mattress. Sweet. And so then she's like, then we're going to go to this hostel right off of Ocean Avenue for three days. And I was like, hostel? What? I didn't even know they had those in America. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then she's like, then we're going on a cruise for three days. What? A cruise? Where it's, Jesus. Where it's all you can drink the whole time you're on the cruise. Biz cruise, biz cruise. And then we're going to get back Sunday night, and we're going to drive all the way back for work Why? on Monday morning. And Don't I would, do that to yourself, man. I was like, that sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. A, literally, like, a little too much there. Instead of spring break, that sounds like a, the life in a refugee for a week. Spring break. Oh, okay. Like, it just, I mean, all of those things. It just makes me feel exhausted yeah, thinking about it. There's no recovery it. there. Never. Like, now, oh. if her spring break plans were, like, a reasonable hour drive down 
to like Myrtle Beach or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and just put up a hammock on the beach and sleep there for a week. A couple pina coladas. Like, yeah, that would be understandable. But there was way too many plans within that week. I mean, for it to be a fun week. How do you fit three days, three different three-day things in one week? Well, it's nine-day <laughs> period. Only nine day seven period. days in the week. <laughs> Yeah, nine day period though. She started oh, on she Friday. Started Friday. She's Friday ended Monday. Yep. Golly. She yeah. used every minute of her every break. second, right? And that's the thing, right? If you're doing that and you're looking forward to that, I'm gonna be honest. That's that's not restful. That's nope. not a break. An itinerary with forty seven things to do. You don't need a break probably if that's what you're looking forward to. That's you know right. Burls, BB. Hmm. We don't take breaks here either. No, we don't. We give breaks to the listeners and escape Sweet. from their hellish week that they're going through, their work week. We're right on hump day, and we're ready to give them some hump entertainment. Day. That's right. We're ready to give some entertainment. An entertainment escape. An entertainment break. Am I right? No, I can't. Okay. What? All right. Good. Dang it. Dang it. Are you ready to fire the show up? Fire it up, boys. Let's do it. Up and burning. Two, one, zero, and lift off. Guys, we've got a great show, as I've been telling you for several weeks. Fantastic musical artist Quincy White on the show. You've been hyped about this one for a while. We've got a bunch of his music, man. This guy is the real deal. Quite a lyric, uh, lyricist. Quite a, a, just a musical presence in the world. He's been on Sway in the Morning. He's traded bars with Kendrick Lamar. Woo! He's been on the games uh, mixtapes. He's been uh, trading bars with Tyga. He's been all over the place, man. Sheesh. Yeah, his uh, one of one of his uh, albums, his mixtape, uh, the depart, uh, the departure, mm-hmm. uh, two hundred thousand uh, sales on uh, on on the old uh, iTunes. Not bad. Am I right? The that's old pretty, the old interweb. That's pretty. That's pretty impressive. That was with his old name. That was Dub. 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 Anyways, so there he's going to be on the show. Can't wait for that. We got a bunch of his music from the EP, The Seven. We got new releases that he just came out with, Black History. Great song right there. But let's start it up. Birthday suit. Okay. Happy birthday, now I'll let you guys know as far as the birthday suits this week. Are mm-hmm. they good? Because they're you s- pretty famous. Okay. Because you've had nice. some yeah, it's been pretty bad weeks. It's been scant. Down. Yeah. Jenna Fisher last week though. So it was still cool. scant. We just had wow. one. We just had one. Just one. I We've guess. got three. This one, big Thank deal. Goodness, man. Born. Week. Born March fourteenth. 1879. Holy crap. 1879. This guy's kind of old. In Ulm, Germany. Ulm, Germany. Now, I'll go ahead and give you this. He's dead now. Okay. Okay, that narrows it down. Yeah. Uh, Her birthday suit wear was very intelligent at a young age, but did not perform well in school because he clashed with the authorities of the school and did not agree with their teaching methods. I understand. Our birthday suit wearer taught himself algebra and Euclidean geometry in the summer. In one summer at the age of 12. By the age of 14, he had mastered integral and differential calculus. Albert Einstein. 
Got it. That's what I thought too. There we had to go. Be. Had to be. That's probably the earliest I've gotten one at age fourteen. Let's go, baby. Very nice, man. Very nice. Well, you know, Germany and intelligent. Yeah. You know, that's that's and time period. When you think it, that's who you think of. I'll mm-hmm. go ahead and give the listeners a little bit more of the clues yeah, go there. For it. Come on, man. Our birthday suit wearer was awarded a PhD in nineteen oh five at the University of Zurich. He uh, published a paper of the theory of relativity. In 1916, in 1922, he was awarded the Nobel Prize. In 1933, he had to escape from Nazi Germany to America. Albert Einstein. Boom. Here's e a, equals MC squared for you boys. There you go. A little learning today. Am I right? You're going to learn today. Here's, here's a little not as well-known fact about Einstein. Huge supporter of civil rights in America. That's he was an active member of the NAACP. Oh, I have seen that what? picture. Yeah, he received. Really? Yeah, he received an honorary degree from Lincoln University, a historically black college in didn't, Pennsylvania. Didn't he oh, come? Yeah. He came over and like taught some classes or something, or like yeah. he lectured would, them. Yeah. He lectured about it all the time. Yeah, yeah, and he was a big deal as far as that. He died in 1955. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's that crazy. Is, like when you think of Albert Einstein, like. 1950, like, we don't think is, like, that long ago. Yeah. But, like, when I hear the name Albert Einstein, I think, like, 17, 1800s, you know? What? Even he's just the, way ahead of his time. Yeah, he what? Was pretty ahead of his time. But he also he also set in motion the uh, Manhattan Project as well. That's right. He's usually credited with that. But he did not want to participate in it. Nuclear warfare. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't for it. But uh, he, he said uh, it was Oppenheimer. necessary. Yeah. Was it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Oppenheimer. Nice. Good good name drop. Dang. Good name drop. All right. Watch this. This is enough education. It's time to rip. Oh, the Hiroshima. Word. <laughs> That's right. Yes. All yes. right. Wait. And we're Another back. one. My gosh. Nagasaki. History facts. I'm freaking killing it. HTH. takes of history. Man. Manhattan Project. <laughs> we don't actually have any HTHs, but that uh, was. But here you go. That, that was that was a little mini HTH. Off the cusp. M H T H. Guys. Here's one for you. Are you ready? For some ribbon of the headlines. I want to rip them. Good. Rip them. And now, the news. Guys, uh, I'm going to start with a humdinger right here in Humdinger. Yeah. Yes! Either of you fine gentlemen been to the establishment Hamburger Mary's? No. Oh, why never. would we Why never. <laughs> would we as gentlemen go there? Just for fun? No. Just for the show? I do know a guy that's been dragged there. Okay. Oh, really? Dragged? In, him. Interesting. It's him. It's him. Oh, I didn't think of that. Interesting uh. use of word, <laughs> my him. friend. It was him. It was not me. He dresses up as a woman well, on the weekends. Oh, okay. What? Well, and for serves burgers for folks well. that don't know out there listening, uh, Hamburger Mary's is a place where you can get a burger and a drag show all in one trip. Mm-hmm. Um, Yummy. Some people very into it, right? Well, it's not going so well at Hamburger Mary's in Tampa. Girl, come on. A lady. Uh, oh, there's one in Tampa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. A lady is suing Hamburger Mary's in Tampa. For $1.5 million. Oh, dang. Why do you ask? Because one of the drag queen's breast injured her. Jeez. That's right. Oh, man. What Concussion from boobs. I'm, I'm going to put this story on Paul's real quick and just say unless this drag queen's breast was made out of hand grenades, there's no way it was worth was it made out a of? million and a half dollars. Some hard rubber? I, hmm. So let me let me give the situation. <laughs> 
It all went down May 2015. Been a little bit since oh, this happened. Yeah. Neldon Molina, that's her name. No. Interest, interesting. Uh, went to Hamburger Mary's to celebrate a friend's birthday. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Molina had no idea this place had drag shows until she got to her table. Wait, what? No one let her know that this is what goes down at Hamburger Mary. I like. I feel like there's always one that person that needs to be surprised in a group like yeah. that. Yeah. And the dancer, Amanda Dehad. Oh, yeah. wait. The dancer's name was Amanda? Amanda Dehad. Amanda. Yeah. Amanda uh, Dehad, uh, mm-hmm. during her show, grabbed Melina's head and violently pounded it against her chest. Heck Yeah. The complaint said Melina began to experience a headache and neck pain and told the manager what happened. Melina is seeking $1.5 million for medical costs as well as for pain, suffering, both physically and mentally. Jeez. Oh, man. $1.5 million for a headache. I'll go to Hamburger Mary's for $1.5 million. That's the most expensive bottle of aspirin I've ever heard of for a headache. That is impressive, guys. Watch out for violent dancing. Did she win? She's still in the midst. Okay. She's in the, in the suing process. Okay. Guys, this just in from Wichita. Wait, what? By the way... Wichita really looks like it should be pronounced uh, Wichita. Yeah. Wichita, yeah. Wichita. Mm-hmm. Um, Wichita sounds more Asian. And because our budget doesn't account for a, a dialect coach, I don't have anybody to refer to for this. So, anywho, in Wichita, yes! uh, dancing is illegal. Oh! That's right. It's like Footloose all over again. Word. In Wichita. Yes. That's right. Um... This time, it's not a school, though, that has the problem. It's a Texas Roadhouse. Oh, they do dance at Texas Roadhouse. See, I, what, I was going to ask what you. What do they dance for? Have you been to Texas Roadhouse Yeah, recently? I've been to Texas Roadhouse a couple of times. When, just put on, when was it? Uh, the, the most recent was probably a month ago. Oh, okay. So I've, I haven't been there in like 10 years. Because they opened on no, up at the town years. center. No. Yeah. So they do, they throw peanuts on the ground there. Yeah. What? You can you can throw peanuts on the ground. Just, just don't put it like. Jeez. I come here to throw peanuts. That's on what well, you I'm, have to do. I'm just yeah. saying it. My brother's allergic to peanuts. So like that's why we don't go there. I'm trying to like. That makes sense. True. Yeah. That makes sense. So when okay. I used to go to Texas Roadhouse, there was no dancing involved. But apparently now. What do they, they dance? Do, like they a do line. They dancing. do like a line dance. So like, like there's like an like a kind of like an aisle way for yeah. a walkway. And then basically they put on ring music, the bell and, and they then go bam. in. Like, yeah. It's like Joe's Crab Shack kind yes. of thing. Yes, ten or twelve waiters just get up and dance. But <laughs> apparently, that's illegal in in Wichita. Wichita. Yep. And apparently, if you serve alcohol and you dance, that's a nightclub. That is not a restaurant. And they were breaking the rules until they filed for the proper nightclub permit. Really? So for two weeks, they were against the law. Wow. That's right. But luckily now, don't worry, guys. You're not going to an outlaw establishment. They've got their permit. Can they be a nightclub that serves food? Like, is that? Yeah, oh yeah. Nightclub can't serve, like, 12-ounce steaks. Oh, sure. Who said? No, there's a rule against it. Says nightclubs. Yeah! My nightclub. Word. What? Benny G's Jazz Club. All right? On the south side. Yeah. Oh, because Kenny G. Yeah, see what oh. I did? Oh! Mm. <laughs> what the hell was that? That was, I also that was all of That was perfect Kenny G sounds right there. Anywho, so 
you can go to Wichita now, guys. Don't worry about Wichita, it. Wichita, baby. Guys, we report both on the highs and lows of the jobs of police officers. Am I right? Yeah, more of the highs. This would register on the low side. Oh. So back in December, six cops were investigating a crime scene in Memphis. Hmm. They found a van beside an apartment complex, and they also found Pablo Castro with three gunshot wounds in the driver's seat. Right? Pablo was taken to the hospital immediately because of these three gunshot wounds. Mm-hmm. The cops talked to witnesses around the scene. They found that somebody walked up to the van, demanded money from Pablo, and then shot him when he didn't give him the money. Jeez. So Pablo survived and got out of the hospital just recently. He went to the impound lot to pick up his van, and that's when he found his dead friend, who was his passenger that night, in the van. Wait, what? Apparently, the six cops missed the dead guy in the van when checking the crime scene. What? And so did the impound lot for seven weeks. Oh, my God. How did they not know? Is it because like he was like camouflaged into the seat? I have no idea. Maybe I'm like no way, no way. Did they not smell something? I mean, obviously the biggest faux pas is on the police department here for Come not doing now. a thorough crime scene investigation. Right. But the other thing is, is in this story they labeled this guy Pablo's friend. I mean, doesn't even get a name. I know you got a name. I, oh, I just okay. left it out. I mean, I know he's had some pretty huge issues trying not to die in the hospital. So but true. But you would think at some point in that seven weeks he'd be like, "Hey, how's my friend doing?" Hmm. Like you would think. Oh uh, yeah. At some point he would be like, "Hey, that guy that I was with, that's supposedly my friend, he's not dead, is he?" Like, you would think he would ask about him at some point oh, in time. I didn't think of that. Not until he opened his car door and was like, oh. Maybe he forgot through the whole thing, you know? I don't know. I'm just saying, that's a pretty bad friend award right yeah, there. Yeah, it kind of sucks. And also, pretty I, bad on the cop. Check around the van uh, before you exactly. leave. Yeah. Just saying. Guys. That sounds like a lawsuit right there. This just in. 24-7 Wall Street. Apparently that's a that's a, a legitimate a, a news source. Uh, source. Yes, they sounds re- legitimate. They reviewed CDC data and ranked all the fifty states from fifty to one mm-hmm. on how drunk they are. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. How yeah. drunk they are. Yeah. How much they abuse alcohol. Fifty to one. Okay. 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 Here we go. So apparently, Can you guess. Well, uh, I'm going to let you guess on a couple. Okay. I'll let you know on the first one, though. This is number 50. Mm-hmm. Tennessee. Wait, what? What? Oh, no, that can't be right. Really? The state that brought us Jack Daniels yeah, is the least drunk. The state that is home to Nash Vegas is the least drunk. I find it hard to believe. Yeah. That Nash doesn't sound Vegas. like a legitimate source to me. That seems tough, guys. But I will ask you. Maybe they because they know how to handle their liquor now. Where do you think, though, Florida is? <laughs> Uh, 12. 18. We're pretty good, guys. 29. Dang it. That's right. 29. Doing great. I would think. Thank you. Look at us, man. We're above average on not being a state full of drunks. What do you think about that? I don't know. I mean, I'm proud of it, but now I don't believe the source. Let's let's move down to three Um, through one. Okay. Let's go with number three. Any guesses? West Las Virginia. Vegas. Wow. You mean Nevada? Nevada. There we go. You know. West Virginia. West Virginia. Alaska. 
What the heck? I can see that though. Nothing to do. do yeah. Cold, mm-hmm. sitting in your cabin. Might as well get tanked. Yeah. Yep. Right? That's fine. Oh, yes. Number two. Any guesses? Kentucky. Hmm. Texas. It's big. Wisconsin. Piss. I can see that though. Nothing to do. No, they eat too much cheese. Cold, sitting in your cabin. Might as well get tanked. All so right. there's so a number one. Here. There's a number North Dakota. Boom! There. What the heck? <laughs> I can see. There's a nothing to here. do. Cold, sitting in your cabin. Might as well get tanked. Yes, North Dakota number one drunks, nice. and that makes sense because really on my list of where not to move, it's pretty high up there. Isn't North Dakota State the uh, what are they? The Jackrabbits or no? North Isn't Dakota the Bison. Uh, the Bison. Isn't South that Dakota State. Whence came from? Yeah, yeah, North Dakota State. North Dakota State. Yeah, I could see that being a party place. Uh, I used to work with a guy at uh, the University of North Dakota, and he would call us, and he, we'd be like, hey, so it's February there, man. What's it like? And he was like, well, it's negative 32 this oh, morning, God. and my car wouldn't start. And we're like, yeah, that makes sense. Blam. That's horrible. Might as well get drunk. <laughs> yeah, get wasted. That's, that's it, Sounds guys. Sounds like you need some whiskey. Drunk that's state. Interesting. North Dakota. Guys, good story out of Gainesville here. Hmm. Police hmm. were clearing a small car crash in the middle of an intersection mm-hmm. obviously to do this have to stop traffic right fair assessment well one guy in that stop traffic he wasn't having it mm-hmm. no sir he wanted to go <laughs> what? <laughs> what? just honking that horn as he goes right after continuously honking for several minutes cops were like jesus h christ let's go see what this guy's all about as they approached the car they could smell marijuana Mm. emanating out of the car which i gotta Mm. jump in and say this guy's level of impatience is really high for a guy that's really high yep that's exactly what i was thinking doesn't make sense but when the police looked in his car they saw a handgun marijuana and thousands of dollars of cash Mm. when they searched his car a little bit more they found several other weapons hundreds of grams of cocaine more marijuana oh and a baseball bat. Wow. Okay. I love the import- nice. I love the importance of the context of the baseball bat. And though. a baseball bat. Baseball bat it's separated from everything. <laughs> baseball bat found in a car with kids traveling to a t-ball game. Fine. Baseball bat found in a car with a drug dealer. Not fine. Not okay. <laughs> Weapon. It's all about context, guys. Any, anyways, the moral of the story: Don't honk your horn when you got a lot of illegal paraphernalia. Yeah, don't be in the your squeaky car. wheel. Should get out of there. He should have just been quiet. Yeah, they were dealing with waited. something else. That's true. They weren't looking for him. Like quiet and wait. Rookie move. Idiot. Rookie move, kid. It's all right, noob. Guys, what do we do on this show? Hmm. Talk about records. Yes, that's right. I get excited about records, and you guys begrudgingly accept. Yes! Well, yes. I always want to see the like the weird pictures of the stuff happening, and never have it for me. Records. What the hell was that? Oh, that was new. Yeah, I know. I, I thought okay. I'd add it in. Yeah, that, we got a new world record though that's going to be set, or well, as soon as they verify was set this past Saturday. What did they do? They had the most high fives in a minute. Jackpot. That's right. The most high fives in a minute. Any guesses? Wow. How many high fives in a minute? Right now. 
the current record. The as current it stands. record right now? Yeah. Um, 165. Let's say three, 340. Mm, well, you went over, so Dave's closer. 290. Oh, 290. Wow. That yeah. was the world record. That that was. Now, what are they trying to shoot for? They now? went for 299. Oh, mm-hmm. lame. But it hasn't been verified yet. So they have to like watch the video. They, like, the 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 uh, uh, whatchamacallit Guinness Book of World Records like have to verify it. Yes. Wow. Um, so this was for a hockey game that they did this for. They got all the uh, fans and lined them up, and they had a runner, you know, go through. Um, oh, this okay. is a pretty sweet. Oh, so you can do it both sides. Yeah. This is a pretty oh. sweet part of the gig here. Um, everyone that participated, not just the runner. Got a certificate. Sweet. Nice. Now, you Where got, was that? You got a world record. Uh, uh, this was a Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. It's cold. That's Second pretty drunkards. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I and I, I don't want to bring up any controversy again, but uh, and not sounding like that guy, but I think we could break that one too. Well, yeah. I mean, think about like how far he had to run in like a, a minute. I just That's need to lot. know. I just need to know how like much contact you may constitutes as a high five yeah because yes. if it's just like fingertips i can make fingertips it. i can easy. make it easy yeah i think you have to at least palm to palm action okay all right that that's but your unofficial call like, I like that why you don't like palm to palm i'm just saying I, that's your unofficial call we haven't confirmed it i don't know someone needs to i got to talk to the liaison yeah, but you could do you could do fingertip to palm yeah mm. so yeah uh, palm to palm i'm just saying easy. is that just just hand-on-hand hand contact of some sort. Right. If it's just hand-on-hand hand contact, got it done. Yeah. Totes. Totes my goats. That's right. All right, we're going to take a break, guys. We're going to hear from our guest. Hear some bars. Mr. Quincy White. We're going to hear Los Scandalous Times and Hollywood off of his new EP, The Seven. We will be right back on the Doc G Show. Like a nickname abbreviation. Well, uh, Quincy, shouldn't you be out stealing hubcaps or something like that? Mentally enslaved, tired of this living. A man without no money is a man with no ambition. I can't deal with n- that's content with being broke. The type to not drop on the sack, but wanna beg to hit my smoke. Kick rocks, gotta pray to God to get in this spot. Hanging with the homies from my hood, and I wasn't hip hop. We all felt segundo. Better keep my name up at your combo before I send some convicts to your condo. Swain put a million up, cause that ain't what I signed for. Bet you can count a body though for every single rhyme rope. Minutes to society when I just go off. Skinny looking like the bearded old dog. Uh. Cop a 40, pop a 40, then I show the tape. All gas to that bag, we don't know the brakes. Whole coast is on my back, but I can hold the weight. Even though I'm underweight, know it's overweight. Woo. Please give them time to breathe. Applying pressure like a pipe down when it's squeezed. My sentence is like the most venomous bite. You sweeter than cinnamon. Me, I live a sinister's life. Just life as Mr. White. Shot the gun popper, load up that chopper, let that bitch. Then you gon' need a doctor You bought these boys, know we carry them tools Play with my fan, guarantee you gon' lose Lord Scandless Banger them bangers When niggas is dying for twisting her fingers Bullets is nameless Actions was retaliation Was born and I die like a gangster. 
eventually we rose Like roses out the concrete All this work we've been putting in lately Need a time sheet A penny picture, keep that Bentley buster Till I'm paid in full Raging bull, Jimmy Butler That's for any sucker I see the feds when I'm scrolling down my timeline An FBI surveillance van was searching for some Wi-Fi The streets really getting scandalous Is it wise? Big medallion with a camera in it For the war I'm well prepared nigga. I need a cone for all these head triggers Coke the only squares with us Fans is a fiends now We didn't switch the hustle up Cause with these bars I'm way above the bar Like a muscle up The fountain of youth Them Benjamins running When I'm old I'ma look young Like I'm Benjamin Button I ain't into the clubbing Headlining all this stadium into that budget, cause it's time to pay they do what I do, I get paid to do, I found Tupac rap book and took out a page or two, nowadays they call you fake for staying true, cause spar with the codes and Kendrick Lamar's on pay-per-view, shot the gun popper, load up that chopper, let that bitch in, you gon' need a doctor, you bout these boys know we carry them tools, play with my fan, guarantee you gon' lose, Lord scandalous, Shit is weed, don't put no hoes in my seats, nigga. Grow the shit. Is we gonna get this money though? Cause I got a big bird. I seen her on the TV screen With Snoop Dogg drinking on gin and juice I was a kid but I knew that I can get it too Had all my favorite rappers in the limousine With her you can have anything Front page on a magazine How you looking good, take you out the hood Introduce you to lavish things But she only f*** with the grace If you ain't one, you and her might be a phase Pac told me that she get around So if you gon' get a n*** better get it now I ain't care about her past cause I'm up next She looking like sunset in that sundress And seeing her pass as the walk of fame My star shine brighter than all these lames she belong to me, you can't take her She got us front row every time we watch the Lakers In rotation on every station across the nation Even selling out the stables, this feeling is amazing I look up at the stars, thank God he aligned them right We up like the Hollywood sign, girl, you finding your mind Drop the top, we gon' ride the night, cause girl, you look like Need a Grammy for that And the most platinum a plaque She is beautiful But if you let this chick Start to get to you You will lose your cool People that know you Start asking who that dude 
I ain't seen him a day in my life Even though we lived on the same street He been on a different wave since he hit Venice Beats Go to sleep, fiend for a life just like his Wake up, find a bitch that look just like his Sign me. My God, did we nail that. Anywho, welcome back to the Doc G Show. Hi, I'm Doc G. This is Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP 95.5 FM in Jacksonville, Florida. You just heard Quincy White. There you go. Off of the seven. That was Hollywood. Hollywood. Yes, sir. Man. Jeez. What? Girl, I'm just, you're just improvising. You're feeling part. it, okay? Yeah, okay. Just you look like Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Guys, check out the www.gshow.com. That Please would be our website. Do it. You can hear any of the old shows. You can relive Justin's year anniversary in all hey. of its glory. You can hear him shouting out things like the Mormons. Wait, what? Show them to me. You can hear all of that <laughs> on the website. It's gonna be great, guys. Are you ready? For the second birthday suit. Oh, Are I you ready? Forgot. I am ready. Okay. Born in 1933, this man is alive. What? I'll go ahead and tell you that. Wow. 1933 85. on the south side of Chicago. He moved to Seattle and went to high school there where he learned how to play trumpet and how to arrange music. Sweet. He said that one of his biggest inspirations was seeing Ray Charles at the age of 16 perform in Seattle. He went to uh, college, to Seattle University, and then transferred to Berklee College of Music in Boston. He started to work as a studio musician after college. His big break came in the 60s when he started composing motion picture scores. He eventually... In his career, won 29 Grammys hmm. and has been nominated for 79. What? He also produced multiple, multiple records. One of his biggest being Michael Jackson's albums, The Off the Wall, Thriller, and Bad. All of those albums this man produced. Last clue. He shares a name with our guest today. Quincy Jones. We were just Quincy. talking about Oh Wait, my god. You dropped gosh. his name earlier. No, that did was you do me. that on purpose? He dropped his name earlier. Why did you drop his well, name? Well, cuz I was like, "Oh, don't we have Quincy?" and I said Jones. And I said, "No, it's Quincy White, obviously." And I had to play it cool Dude, again. Dude, that's weird. Was he the one that came that's out with weird. like that like tell all interview not too long ago? Tell all interview. It was like crazy. Like he like Said a bunch of crazy stuff. Like aliens exist? No, not aliens <laughs> exist. About like 
about the uh, about the industry, the music. Yeah, industry? just the industry in general. Okay, I might. He might have. I may have. Missed I think it. I read that uh, interview. It's, it's very interesting. But yes, it is Dang. Quincy Jones's birthday. That's right. Happy birthday, Quincy. The big eighty-five today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, you're really good at. You have a good poker face. I had to, that. You said it. It's not him. Had to play it cool. Not on the show today, no. I don't know if it were like for a million dollars how cool I'd be able to play it though. When it's just a birthday (laughs) suit, I can usually play it a little bit cooler. Uh, No. It's not as not as big of a deal. But speaking of Quincy's We've got one. We've got Quincy White, one of the biggest rappers in the game right now, clawing his way up to the top. I can't wait. Listeners, stick around. We're going to be right back in just a few seconds with Mr. Quincy White. Hey, this Rock Montana, Mucho Yo, and it's Rockin' Yellow on the Dodge Show. And the trap I do wide open, you know? Welcome back to the Doc G Show. Today, we are joined by musical artist Quincy White. Quincy, how's it going, man? It's good, man. What's going on? Uh, nothing much, man. I I got a lot to talk about, man. You've been doing a lot. You've been active, man. Yeah. I'm fine. I gotta gotta keep working, you know. I hear you, man. Well, let's let's start with a fairly recent performance uh, you did with uh, Nipsey Hussle. He had you at his first mm-hmm. victory lap show at the Hollywood Palladium. Mm-hmm. First, yeah. how'd that show go? And second, how long have you known and worked with Nipsey? Hmm. Well, the show it went good, man. You know, uh, you know, Nipsey's uh, been around for a minute, and uh, you know, built a name and a, a real respect for his entrepreneurship. You know, yeah, in the, in the uh, music game, so. Uh, it was good to see him actually put out a debut album. You know, he, he put out a, a lot of critically acclaimed uh, mixtapes mm-hmm. throughout his career. Uh, like, you know, like the $100 mixtape, the yeah. Kershaw Project that I was on uh, when I was going as my last name, Dub, mm-hmm. you know, before I switched my name to my government. Right. Uh, so yeah, to be a part of something, you know, to see somebody grow firsthand, you know, uh, being a, a fellow artist on the West Coast, and to see him, you know, go to that that next level of, you know, putting out a debut album, it was inspiring because I see him start from nothing, mm-hmm. ground zero, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, the show was great. You know, what I'm saying he brought everybody out. You know, a lot, a lot of a lot of people, out, a lot of big names, man. And it was live streamed through title, so it uh, it gave me a uh, you know a platform that I, I I haven't had just yet. As far as you know, how long I knew Nipsey. I've known Nipsey probably about ten years now. Man. You know what I mean? All right, so that's that's my boy, man, and I, I appreciate him for uh, you know giving me the opportunity to uh, you know be a part of that uh, history. Definitely, definitely. Well, so speaking of shows, uh, a big show that you just uh, set just a, a little bit ago. You're doing the Soundset Festival in May, yeah. put on by the Rhyme Sayers in Minneapolis. This show is going to be yeah. pretty awesome. It's got Migos, Logic, Russ, Tyler, the Creator, Wu-Tang Clan, 25th anniversary of Cream. Uh, I've got to ask, have you ever been to Minnesota? Hmm. No. <laughs> it's going to be my first time being in Minnesota, man. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, I'm very blessed to get the opportunity to, to be on the stage, like, sound set. You know, like, it's 
I've looked it up on the internet, you know. Yeah. It's just like the crowd is crazy, like 40,000 people. It's like, oh, man, like I've never, like like once again, like I said, I've never been on a stage like that. So, nice. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to do that, man. I'm very look, looking forward to that, you know, so I just can't wait to feel the energy and, um, you know, see how, I'm, you know, I want to see how many people know my words, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know out there because I've never been out there, so. Definitely. Well, well, at least it's in May, so you don't have to worry about it being like extremely cold. Hopefully, I, w- I would hope that oh, it had yeah, warmed yeah. up by then. We should be good as far as the weather. Well, I'm I'm actually surprisingly enough, I've got a conference the week after Soundset, so I think I'm going to plan my trip around Soundset. I'm actually going to come in early, so hopefully. I'll get to I'll get to be a part of it. Hopefully, I'll get to see it. I'm looking forward to it too, man. Sweet. Oh man, that would be cool. Yeah, man. Oh, man, man. I'm hoping yeah. so. Uh, I saw you back on Homegrown Radio back in December, and um, oh. you said you were working on you know looking for tours and whatnot uh, for this oh. year. Uh, you haven't toured as Quincy White yet, have you? Hmm. No, I haven't. Yeah. This, like to be honest, everything that you're seeing is like first, first things as Quincy White because I just switched my name to my government name. Yeah. Uh, maybe a year ago. Yeah. And I just put out the project the seven in October, so everything is just you know pretty much everybody's looking at me as a new artist, you know. Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's the reason why I, I did the name change to get that put, you know, to push that restart button. You know that refresh button, uh, so to speak. I hear you. Well, well. So for the listeners that don't know, your name before this was Dub, acronym for Determined and Unique Beyond Belief. Uh, yeah. You, you had you had some great music. I mean, the the Departure mixtape, Soul of a Panther album. Um, mm-hmm. Now it obviously makes sense as far as the reasoning you changed your name. But are you gonna like when you go on shows like like Soundset? Are, are you going to pull out anything as far as dub songs, or have you retired the catalog? Hmm. Uh, to be honest, I've, I've retired. I've retired the catalog because um, I don't want you know the the brand to get confused. I got gotcha. you. You know. Yeah. Because I mean, I like like you said, I do have a, a lot of dope music as dub, but you know, going back, you know, because if. Just say, for instance, I do a song that sounds like that's dub stuff, mm-hmm. and then people go try to look it up, and it's like, yeah, you know, it pops up as dub, and you know, it's just gonna create confusion. So I got gotcha. you. I rather just the, the thing, the thing that I do with the the whole dub and Quincy White thing, I just let if I, if people stumble across it, like, oh yeah, okay, he's just not a brand new artist. He, you know, he's been around. Yeah, they stumble on it, then that then that's fine. You know, they just know that I've been around for a minute. But I like to keep it separate, you know? I got you, man. I got you. Well, speaking of new work, I noticed uh, you doing a project with Revolt TV with uh, Shaheem yeah. Reed and Sway, where you took them to Athens yeah. Park, your hometown, talking about the real lives of the guys in Athens Park. Uh, yeah. Can you tell us when the when the project's coming out and uh, how that came about, how that project came about? Hmm. Uh, well, you know... Um, Revolt, we've been uh, building for a couple of uh, years now. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, around this time, they thought it was it made sense for them to you know do a piece on me. Mm-hmm. But usually, they'll just feature me on the uh, on the on the website, you know. Yeah. When I drop content or or whatnot, so um, <laughs> you know they just wanted 
to just dig deep to the roots of everything that's going on. So, you know, they had to start with my neighborhood. So I took them to my neighborhood and really showed them, you know, where it all started. Mm-hmm. You know, from, you know, out the garage of my uh, my, my, my pop's house. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. then I took them to the, you know, around my homies and showed them the culture of, uh, you know, the lifestyle of gangbanging that, you know, that the, you know these people portray in music that's not really living it. So I want I wanted them to see like the the real people that's living those lives that these other rappers are portraying. You know. Yeah. Well, so I've I've seen you talk about the the seven before, uh, and you know you you've talked about it, and I've seen it on uh, the the documentary uh, that you actually referenced in your in your Sway interview, uh, Bastards of the Party. Um, and and this you know this is a this is a heavy blood area that you live in, or um, yeah, and you know your uncle was integral yes. as far as keeping it a blood area back in the day. Uh, yes, how when you started? I mean, I know I, I heard you uh, talking to Sway about how your, your family was sort of seen as almost royalty as far as as the blood gang culture. How did they yeah. react when you when you started rapping? Like the people around you in Athens Park, were they supportive? Everybody in the community, as far as what you saw as your future? Hmm. Yeah, I think they were very supportive. You know what I mean? Because uh, you know, as you said, like you know, I was respected from the jump. You know, just not just off. Uh, you know, my family being, you know, a staple in that community, off of them just knowing me. You know as a person period so you know I, I gained my own respect and earned my own respect from, from you know just being a solid stand-up dude that i was mm-hmm. so um or that i am um so uh with the music it was just like one of those things where it's like okay he has a purpose he's good uh we're gonna protect you know uh our our family you know because like i said it's like a family over there you know so basically mm-hmm. whatever i want to do whether i want to go to the nba or want to be a real estate agent or whatever I want to do, they would have been behind it because, you know, they see me grow from a baby to a man, you know? So yeah. It was just like, it was just one of those things that was just natural. So when they seen it, they was like, all right, cool, you know? And um, I didn't start off as good. Obviously, when you, you know, when you yeah. first start something, you're not going to be as good. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I didn't even really show my stuff until I felt that I was good enough, you know? Yeah. So... But I wasn't obviously I wasn't at the level that I am now. But yeah. you know. So but they were they were supportive from the jump though. I like it, man. Well, I, I saw when you were talking to Sway, you know, he was asking, he was like, Hey, would I be good if I came with you to Athens Park? Now, from what I could tell from the Revolt T V piece that I saw, uh, he's still doing his radio show, so I'm assuming he's good. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm assuming it turned out fine for him. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, man. Uh, like I said, like I'm not, you know, I'm not out here, you know, claiming to be the, the toughest guy in rap. But you know, like I said, I've I did gain my respect uh, through years. So it's like anybody that I bring over there, man, my my community is gonna, you know, treat uh, like their own, and you know, make sure that they're safe and, and comfortable when they're, you know, as they're visiting our neighborhood. You know, so it don't matter who I bring over there. I can bring. Nipsey Hussle and Nipsey Hussle is a known crip. Yeah, you know I mean it's just that they have so much respect for me that you know they'll make sure Nipsey's okay and nothing happens to him. Especially you know because you know when I bring somebody over there, 
that's a representation of my respect. Mm-hmm. So if anybody try to, you know, disrespect that person in my presence or try to rob them or anything, that makes me look bad. Yeah. You know? So they're, they're going to make sure that doesn't happen. Very nice. So, so just for instance, if I come through the seven with you, mm-hmm. I'd be okay. Hmm. No, you'd be, you'd definitely be all right. Very nice, very nice. Well, you know what? I'll reciprocate it. You come through Jacksonville. I don't think there'd be any problems coming through Jacksonville. I haven't heard of anything Mm. bad going on, but I've got your back. Don't worry about it. Amen. You come through Jacksonville. (laughs) You're good, man. You're good. That's right. Thanks, I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Now, uh, let's talk about the EP, because you you just mentioned it. Came out in October. Uh, awesome, awesome songs from top to bottom. Los Scandalous Times, we heard it earlier in the show. Fantastic song, man. Uh, to the last song on the uh, the album, uh, Mirror, which is also awesome song. Um, I want to talk about one of my favorite songs, which is Hope. Uh, I actually want to play it right now, and then I'm going to ask you some questions after the song, all right? Okay, cool. All right, this is Quincy White with Hope. Fourteen years old, a mama on dope Her daddy was a junkie too, he died from an overdose So no father figure, no brother, no sister She feels all alone, she gotta make it through this life on her own She just a high school freshman, that's feeling less blessed in Her peers don't wanna be friends cause what she's dressed in Her mama spent the money for her school clothes on, you know Never seen a woman with such potential to stoop low Inside her mind, it's like a prison, this is far from living She'd rather die or fall deep into the foster system Falling victim to depression, yes, the stress is major At this age, she should be only focused on her education But she can't because the rent due Mama disappeared two weeks ago, how she gon' get through? The landlord knocking at the door with a three-day notice She got school in the morning, guess what? She ain't going, got other plans all she got is hope. 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 to make her mind up. It's either run away or get taken by child protective services Cause she's a minor Mama passed out at the crack house And once the marshals come to her victim See she not with it and for sure she gonna be asked out I know she said that she'd rather be in the system Adopted by a rich white family with picket fences What's the odds in that? Some strangers loving her like her own mom and dad Now that's some shit she just can't see She quickly grabbed her bags And started running down the street The same path she take to school But this time she actually stopped When she seen them group of dudes I see y'all getting money, I need some too I ain't in alone and book got work that I confront you Now it's set in stone a straight A student in transition to selling stones Cause ain't no heading home Now she's sleeping in a dope spot Home is where her heart is but she's heartless So her home is what she don't got Now all she got is all she got, all she is, got home. is home And that's the way it's gonna go All she got is home Just herself and home All she got is home No one else, no 
Cause they know she got his hoe Her mama know her daddy's gone All she got his hoe Why got it that said so long All she got his hoe She said she'll do she it on her own she'll ever have his hoe Now she getting money No more missing breakfast She tried to call her mama phone It said it's disconnected Ain't seen her mother in a month or so Seem like she ain't got no love for hope She just only love the dope We'll sell her last for a blast in her pipe I Give a little ass for a bag to get right Meanwhile, hope guilt tripping For selling the same shit They got her parents addicted So she'll never get evicted again Ain't in the street, so she's slinging through a screen door She never see a fiend's face Just give them what they fiend for She was hungry, so she took a break For some Chick-fil-A GPS say the alley was the quickest way What she saw made her drop her phone It stopped the cold Her body laid out in her mama's coat Turned her over, then she almost choked She checked her post Put her fingers on her wrist And seen a bag from Hope Now all she really all she got, got is Hope All she got is Hope All right, welcome back to the show. You just heard Hope off of the EP The Seven by Quincy White. Quincy, uh, from what I can gather of that song, you know, it's about a young girl turns to selling drugs, uh, ends up selling drugs to her mom, and she finds dad on the street. Um, From what I saw on Sway in the morning, you said that one of the reasons you used to you used to mess around a little bit selling drugs, and you said you actually stopped cold as far as selling drugs when when you found out that you were selling drugs to your mom. Uh, yeah. would, would you say hope was written a little bit as far as like self experience and a little fear of what could have happened? Hmm. Exactly. You know what I mean. And uh, I, I I took it was like a mixture of like my real life, and mm-hmm. um, I took a. Uh, I wanted to re- recreate uh, the feeling that uh, that I got when I first listened to uh, Tupac's uh, "Brenda Got a Baby." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was like it was kind of like my version of that, just in a different subject matter. And, and you know, like you said, like I uh, dealt firsthand, and you know, doing that and and what the outcome could have been. You yeah. Know what I'm saying so when I found it, when I found out that I was doing that, um, I just I just didn't have it in me no more to. You know, like I said, I was making good money or whatever, but I just didn't have it in me to keep doing that because, of, you know, like it, not just because it's my mom, you know, it could have been, you know, somebody else's mom, too. So, yeah, I just had to think about that. Nice. Well, it, awesome, awesome song, man. I really like it. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so that, that sort of segues, actually, because, you know, you, you said that it was your version of, of uh, a Tupac's sort of on that on that same level as Brenda's Got a Baby. Uh, I saw, you know, you've been rapping for a long time, you know, you've uh, since you were pretty young. And you said you were riding in the car with your dad, and there was a song on the radio, wasn't that good. And you said, I can do better than this. And he said, we'll do it then. Uh-huh. And so then that's, yeah. that's sort of when you decided to, to go about it. Uh, what rappers would you say, I mean, would Tupac be the most influential rapper, uh, that sort of made you want to write rhymes? And then, can you remember what that trash song was that made you say, this song's trash, I can do better than that? 
I can't remember. I can't remember the exact song. Yeah. That was on the radio. But I think it was around, and this is not to say they're whack, but you yeah. know, I don't like to call people. Of whack, course. But I think it was around the time where it was the era of like the franchise boys and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, D4, D4L with Laffy Taffy. Yeah, like the Bob 2004. Yeah. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it was like, it was kind of like that era. Those you know sort of I mean? semi dance songs with not much lyrical content. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It was like that era. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I only use those I only use those uh songs for like referencing like what time we were in. Well yeah, they they were so the more popular like, songs, I gotcha. Right, right. So it was kinda like when everybody was trying to make their dance songs. Mm-hmm. So it was kinda like that. I gotcha. And um I don't remember the song, but uh yeah, the and Tupac was definitely probably the most influential and then you know i I came up you know listening to uh uh, eminem as well Mm -hmm. um a few other people Nas, jada kiss um so but yeah tupac is the top of the list as far as like me writing lyrics yeah i mean you know i i tell people this all the time because tupac's on at least at least not number one for me at least in the top three and i I tell them as far as the reason is, is is he so he he he's so relatable. It doesn't matter who you mm-hmm. are. It doesn't matter where exactly. you came from. You can relate to him because it's real. Because right. it's so visceral as far as what he says. You can feel it coming out of him. I mean, you know, I I was a I was a, a middle class white kid in Virginia, and listening to that song, I was like, yeah, I feel this. Yes, this is me. <laughs> right. You know. And and meanwhile, you know he's a he's a 24 year old in in Los Angeles, but I, I could relate to it. And uh, you know, I mean, that, I think that's what he does. That I see some in your raps that it's relatable, even though you may be coming from somewhere completely different. Mm-hmm. Now you yeah, I mean, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna I'm say you. <laughs> I was gonna say you've got a birthday coming up in about a month. You're uh you're yeah. gonna turn thirty one, right? Woohoo! Yeah. Yeah. So you've been rapping for over half of your life. Um, yeah. W- I think what's changed in your music is fairly obvious. Some people can see some of the changes as far as uh, from when when you first released uh, y- your songs as dub. What would you say something that stayed the same? Throughout your throughout the whole musical career, that's a good question, man. Um, I would say I would say the passion for it. Yeah, the drive. Like, you know, when you first start something, you know, you have that hunger in you, and um, as you, you know, get accolades under your your belt, mm-hmm. uh, you know what people call what people define as success. That you get that, or you know. You know the, the the status that comes with it. You know people tend tend to lose their hunger, mm-hmm. and um, I feel like the more and more I do, and the bigger stuff, and the bigger stuff I do, it kind of like those it throws gasoline on my fire. You know, usually you know certain certain people will you know accomplish things, and they will uh, you know they'll they'll get uh they'll get comfortable. Yeah, content. Yeah. So yeah, so um, I think that's something that never changed with me. Uh, just 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 being, you know, keeping that hunger, man. I like it. I like it. Well, just so you know, your birthday's one day off of mine. Say what? Mine's April twentieth. Oh, yeah, the twentieth. Yep, twentieth. Oh, okay, the twentieth. Yeah, man. So if you okay. want, 
So, so that means you are uh, you are, you are Aries then. I'm right. I'm right on the line. I'm right on the line, yeah. Oh, no, right on the line, too, as well. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, that's it. So if you want, you can come through. We can have a joint party if you want. That's fine. Yeah, we can I, go. Oh, yeah, we, man. If I'm, if, I'm, if I'm where you at, man, I'm definitely <laughs> going to uh, make that happen. We, we, can start, we can start on my birthday and work our way into your birthday. I think it'll work well, man. Right. <laughs> yeah, that'll be perfect. Now, you got a recent song, speaking of passion, speaking of drive, you got a recent song that you just released, uh, Kobe. Um, I mean, you know, one of the most passionate, most driven athletes of all time. Uh, Aside from that, what made you decide decide to write that song? Hmm. You know, to to be completely honest, growing up, I was was a a Jordan fan. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um... So this is, you know, a backstory on the uh, Kobe situation. Um, I didn't even really like Kobe growing up because... You thought he you was know, stealing Jordan's thunder. Yeah. That... So I was like, man, you're trying to be like Jordan. You know, you know, you know, being a kid, I was, you know, frustrated about that. Mm-hmm. But as I, uh, as I was, you know, as I grew up and got older, um, I realized, man, you know, even to emulate somebody that great and, and be successful at it, you still got to tip your hat. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, and I, I grew, you know, growing up in L.A., I was, you know, I grew up as a Bulls fan, you know, which is kind of crazy. Okay. Uh, but not really because, you know, it was a Jordan era. Oh, yeah. Fan, so, Everybody uh, was a fan. So, you know, like I said, you know, my respect grew for him as I got older. So I have nothing but love for Kobe. Um, so, you know, my my boy Jack and Papa, well, Papa out of the group, he had the hook for me. And uh, I had a beat <clears throat> from my homie in Vegas, uh, mm-hmm. remix. And, uh, you know, he laid the hook, and then, you know, I just, you know, laid the verses, you know. Nice, man. So, uh, it just came together like that. Then I just did it for the city, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, like I said, I grew up a Bulls fan, but, you know, I'm I'm, I'm from L.A., so I, ha- I have to, uh, you know, represent the city. And, and on top of that, I released it, um, you know, All-Star Weekend, when it, you know, when it was in L.A. So yeah, man. This year, so. You know, it was just—it was just a good thing to do for the city. I got you, man. Well, uh, well, I've seen in several interviews you talk about how you know your love for basketball, the love that you had for basketball, and before you started uh, rapping, how you know that was sort of the 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 number one thing. And I was gonna assume that you were a Lakers fan, um, but are 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 you still are you still a Bulls fan? Or are you just sort of in limbo when you watch basketball? You just sort of. Just watch uh, it, nah, watch it. I'm like, like just off of loyalty purposes, I'm still a Bulls fan. <laughs> but uh, I'm starting, you know, I'm starting to watch the Lakers. Uh, I respect, you know, what they got going on. They got a real good young team. Uh, you know, Lonzo Ball is, I think, you know, because, you know, he came in with a lot of hype. And uh, a lot of people, I feel like, want to see him, like, fail. Yeah. Because um, of his dad, you know what I mean? So, um I'm I'm glad that he's a uh, you know he's having a great season as a rookie. He's having a great rookie season. You know he had a couple of triple doubles before. And he's doing good, man. Leading the team, I feel. So um, yeah, but when I watch, I I, I kind of watch I kind of watch everybody play. Yeah. To be honest, you know, Bulls games, Thunder games, Rocket games. Well, be honest, Lakers games. It yeah. it hurt pretty bad when Jimmy Butler left the Bulls, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, like. Well, the first the first hurdle that I had to get over is when Derrick Rose left. Yeah. 
Yeah. So when he left, you know, that really hurt. And then, so I'm like, all right, cool. So, so we, we still got a, a great leader, mm -hmm. you know, Jimmy Butler. You know, Jimmy Butler stepped up and took over the team. And then um, on the offseason last year, like, when, when he left, that was a big surprise for me. Because I'm like, you know, they said they were trying to rebuild. Like, how can you rebuild around a 27-year-old man? Exactly. It's not It's not like he, uh, he's, like, 35 or something like that, like, He's still in the prime of his career, so how could you not build around Jimmy Butler? Well, they basically they basically rebuilt the team in in Minnesota because I mean, you know, Rose just resigned right. with them. Uh, Taj, Taj, yeah, Taj over there, uh, Chibro over there, Rose. Exactly, so, man. Yeah, you know. Um, but speaking of basketball too, I saw you uh, just a couple. Uh, I think it was in December. You were up in New York. You met Pee Wee Kirkland. Say what? You met Kirkland, Yeah, creator of the Killer Crossover, legend in two games. Shout out Pusher T. How did you end up meeting that guy? Hmm. Well, uh, so, you know, to surprise me, uh, Sway and uh, Kelly, mm -hmm. they took me to the, you know, the Nets game. Yeah. And uh, it was the Nets versus the Knicks. So it was just real a New York thing going on. Um, <laughs> Uh, across across the uh, you know we was pretty pretty close man yeah in their court side and then across the uh, from the court I seen Jadakiss you know, one of my favorite rappers mm -hmm. I didn't get to meet him but I seen him and him and Fabulous was there um, so when the game was over uh, they let us walk through the tunnel mm -hmm. sweet which was a great experience for me because as a kid you know uh, you know walking through that tunnel man. You know, those were all the players go through. Yeah. So I was real excited, you know, to walk through the tunnel. Then when we went back, um, you know, I seen Pee Wee Kirkland. And what the funny story of that is, if you know me or get to know me, I never asked anybody for pictures. I'm yeah. Like anybody. You know what I mean? Um, but for some reason, I wanted to take a picture of Pee Wee <laughs> Kirkland because, like, you know, he's... He's like, yeah, like you said, legend in two games. I don't know, man. And I was in New York, and like, he, he even said it. He was like, you know what? I don't even take pictures with people, but I like your energy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And he took the picture. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Uh, and then I and I realized I'm like, yeah, he really doesn't take pictures because I really, I really don't see him in pictures with people. Yeah, man. You know that that definitely with other rappers. So. Yeah, he's yeah. he's an impressive guy, man. I mean, back in the day, he scored 135 points in a semi-pro game when he was in prison. That is ridiculous. 135 oh, points. Crazy. And he was a legend at Rutgers, man. I mean, he played against Dr. J. He played against everybody and and everybody gave him everybody gave him props as far as how he played, man. You know, he got drafted to the Bulls, man, and turned down the uh the contract because you know they were selling drugs at the time and mm -hmm. said that, that what they was making in a year he was making in a few hours <laughs> exactly man I he, think I, you know what I think I think I even, even was selling the drugs I think I probably would have played a couple seasons at least mm -hmm. <laughs> you know have somebody take over while I'm playing or something exactly man. get the experience you know, just a little bit a exactly. a I'm pretty sure if he can if he can go back he probably would have played uh, at least a few seasons to know that he got drafted and then you know it was just close to turn it down you know but that, that's still cool like to you know to be that good to get drafted to an NBA team you know 
Definitely, man. Well, so you know, actually speaking of uh, speaking of Kirkland, he he's he does a lot of programs in New York uh, to help kids as far as basketball and stay off the the streets, man. And I saw on Homegrown Radio you were talking about how you know that that was something that you really dug as far as charities was sports programs for children and whatnot, and it really any program for children. Have you ever thought uh-huh. of somewhere maybe like down the road as far as, you know, in the future, you doing a program maybe for Athens Park as far as basketball? Or? Oh, yeah. Definitely. I'm going to do basketball. Like, I just want to really re- renovate that park, man, um, and, and put a couple of uh, centers in the community as far as, like, you know, after school, you know, uh, tutoring and you know, uh, computer uh, spaces where, you know, the kids can come and, you know, really, you know, work on the, uh, the academic side of it and uh, really stay out of trouble, man. So I, I, that's really something that I want to do when I get to this, you know, status so where I can go and give back to my neighborhood. Very nice, man. That's awesome. Yes! Well, uh, real quick, back to the music. You've been releasing, so you released Kobe, you released Feel. Uh, are you working on another full EP or LP in the future? Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on uh, a project right now called uh, Written by Quincy White. Okay. So this is my next project. Uh, I don't have a release date yet because I'm still in the, in the middle of working on it. Yeah. And I want to say, I want to say it's probably going to be uh, the next few months probably yeah you know I mean? most likely because i have to you know i know it's a lot of people looking so i gotta hit them with another project you know i mean so yeah i'm, I'm due for another one in the next two three months i got you man well one of the releases that you came out with just a, a single recently it, it's got to be my favorite is uh black history it's got the sample yeah. the, the james brown say it loud sample on the background uh, was it was it Black History Month that inspired you to write that? What, what was the inspiration behind it? Yeah, it just one of those, it was one of those things where uh, I got uh, the beat from a producer that I know, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I just got inspired, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna do this and put this out Black History Month. So a lot of things that I've been working on, I've been like knowing what's going. You know that what has the potential to go on the project yeah and what has the uh you know what we call leaks you know i put throw those in the leak folder not saying they're not good it's just like okay this is not like a a piece that will go on a body of work yeah this is just like one of those you know singles that i'll just put out or you know throw on the soundcloud or just throw on itunes just for people to you know well before I shoot the the listeners your information, I gotta bring up two things. One, uh, your name for the listeners is spelled E Y, so it's Q U I N C E Y. So if people are out there thinking Quincy Jones type, it's not. It's with an E Y. So yeah, could miss it out yeah, that's, there. That's something that I'm battling with right now. <laughs> but I think as as uh, you know the star rises. Uh, people would know the, the spelling, you know what I mean? Uh, some people, you know, will see me on the internet and then they'll spell it right. And mm-hmm. then some people will just spell it wrong because, you know, that's the generic way of spelling Quincy. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, they heard it from somebody. I take, pride, I, I take pride in my EY, though, man, because, you know, my mama did that on purpose so I can 
feet separated from the other courses, you know? I got you, man. Well, speaking of that, you used to be I am Quincy White on Instagram. And there was a guy with six followers and no post that actually had the Quincy White. And now yeah. you're at Quincy White. So what what happened, man? Did you finally get the how'd you finally get the handle? <laughs> well, I was hitting the guy up for maybe a year straight. Yeah. I knew that I was gonna change my name. Yeah. Uh he never answered. Long story short, he never answered. Um and I ended up knowing a guy uh that that had not worked at Instagram, but he knows somebody that worked at Instagram. So yeah. I was like, look, man, um, I have a situation where, you know, uh, this this guy is holding his handle for hostage, <laughs> which he is. You know, when you when you have a when you have a handle and you're not active for a, a period of time. Yeah. Like I don't know what the duration is where you become uh, ineligible for keeping it yeah but it basically he was past the time like you know of not putting anything up or 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 you know not logging in or you know just not using the uh the instagram yeah man so it was e it was an easy call so as soon as he he uh submitted me for the change they they, they did it instantly nice I man. promise you like as soon as he hit him as soon as he hit him like 30 minutes later like my my, my instagram was changed across the way Awesome, man. and I was happy about that. You yeah, know, I was more happy about that than the uh, than the blue check on Instagram. So that's <laughs> cool too. But I was more happy that I had my actual name as yeah. my handle because it's so hard to get your name as a handle when when you you're going by your government name, you know. Because it's, a, it's so many you know, people, man. Of people in this world. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's gonna be somebody with your same name, you know. So. Well, you now, um, now now you've completed the set, man. Everything's Quincy White now. So you're 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 Quincy, right. Quincy White on Twitter. You're Quincy White on Instagram, and you're QuincyWhite.com as far as your uh, website. Yes. Right. Right. Right, man. So yep. all your music is on Apple, Tidal, Spotify. You got it all out there. You got it on SoundCloud. Listeners can check it out on all of those things. Quincy, man, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Well, thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man. And hopefully you can get you can get a show coming down here in Florida sometime. We'd like to see you, man. Oh, yeah. We're working on a tour, man. We're working on a tour. So I'm going uh, to try to make sure, you know, if it's not uh, exactly where you at, it's, it's close to where you at, you know? Yeah, tour coming out soon, listeners. Make sure you stay tuned. Definitely. Yeah! All right, guys, this is Black History by Quincy White. Keep it locked here on the Doc G Show. Do I suffer in the pain? Yo, it's laughing. Was bad for them years of harassment. 
tree hanging from the branches. Versus cats wanna put me in a casket. Bust back, put a bullet through the badges. Black gun, black skin, black panthers. 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 Hard black on black leather jacket on his chest. But you caught it in the flesh. Party started in 66 and it ended in 82. But it's still in effect. Might be still, what's the deal when the dick thing changed? See you on that feed, who we pee campaigns. See y'all living through me and I didn't know y'all. Fuck a PIG and a Jim Crow law. We just wanna be free like we didn't get charged with a bill and that's real, partner. Should we been through a slave getting lynched every day to the grave at a wheel harness? So food on their plate and they hate, but admit nothing better than some black cooking. See a black kid with some blue eyes cause they wouldn't put their little pink Boy, I thought you was racist, the same as that skin that you hate, how you lay with Beat a nigga down on the daily, at night go down on my lady Man, this shit crazy, you got some explaining to do Cock back, aim it at you, we need answers Through our suffering and pain, yo, was laughing, blasting Black gun, black skin, black panthers Black gun, black skin, black panthers For the pierce and minorities, they cancer To protect and serve what, I need answers Through our suffering and pain, yo, was laughing Was spazzing for them years of harassment Had a friendly tree hanging from the branches Racist cops wanna put me in a casket Bust back, put a bullet through the badges Black gun, black skin, black panthers 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 This is 95.5 Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLPFM, UNF Jacksonville. And we are back on the show. My goodness, Quincy White, my goodness. The man. I'm I'm going to Athens Park. I'm rolling in with him. That's right. Uh, He's going man. to protect me. Don't. Not now. He will protect me. We can't we, risk we, losing you. And I'm going to watch him in Minnesota perform at the Soundset Festival, and it is going to be impressive. I mean, all kinds of folks are going to be at that Soundset Festival. Migos are going to be there. Logic is going to be there. Oh, dang. Woo Tang Clan. Woo Tang Clan coming at you. It's the 25th anniversary of the full 36 chambers. Say what? That's right. My gosh. It's going to everything. Wait, you really going to that Cream. show? Yeah. Cream. We got a money. Co- I got a conference the week after that. Uh, how convenient. And no, and I'm just going to go early. I'm going to watch that thing. My God. What? Watch that crazy. thing, girl. What? It's going to be good, though, man. I'm so <laughs> glad that Mr. White made it on our show. Can't thank him enough for being here. It was fantastic. Yes! But we've got one more birthday suit to get through, guys. All right. Hmm. Born March 14th, 1988 in Akron, Ohio. He moved to Charlotte at a young age where his father played for the Charlotte Hornets. Our birthday suit wearer went to Steph Curry. Yeah, it's Steph Curry. 
I remember that, that him and LeBron were both from there. There it is. Set the alarms. Let, set the alarms. Let me go through the rest for the listeners. Yep. Our birthday suit wearer went on to play at Charlotte Christian School, where he was named All-Conference and All-State. He wanted to play at Virginia Tech like his father, but they only offered him a walk-on spot. Man, do they feel dumb Could now. you imagine... They, Idiots. Well, considering that Davidson did make it all the way to the Elite Eight as with far just as him. with just him, you know. Uh, ultimately, he did choose Davidson in 2008. Uh, he led his team to the NCAA tournament against Gonzaga, Georgetown, Wisconsin, and they almost beat Kansas as mm-hmm. well. Um he went on to the NBA to win two championships and obviously two MVPs for the Golden State Warriors. Mr. Steph Curry, it is his birthday. Turning the big 3-0. Wow. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big Dang, 3-0. It doesn't even seem like that. Doesn't say, it seems like he said He's a baby-faced assassin, yeah, man. Baby-faced killer. He does, though. You look at like his first years in the NBA and now, you're yeah, like... They look the mm. same? No, no. No, he, no, no. He's you definitely... You think so? Yeah. He's, he's bulked up a little he, bit. He's bulked up. He's got, got the, the facial beard hair. now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a dominating beard. It's not, yeah, it's you not, know, it's not a Rick Ross beard. James but, Harden you know, beard. Yeah, James But he still looks young. I guess... I guess James Harden's a better reference than Rick Ross, who definitely doesn't play basketball. But, you know, whatever. Ross. First beard that came to mind. Rick Ross, Ex- the boss. Exactly. Shout out to Ross for being better and not being alive. And, yeah, keeping it alive. Good job, Ross. Guys. Wait, what? Keeping it alive. It's, it's an important fact of life. You want yeah, to try to do it. Thank God you kept it alive, Ross, because we go. wouldn't know what to do if you kept, didn't keep exactly. it alive. Exactly. Keep on keeping on. Keep on Gosh. Staying alive. Wow. That's a BG song. There. I know that. Okay. Um, anyways, guys, it's time, about time, for us to head out for this week. But real quick, me and Burles, we're getting ready to head out for a lovely dinner on yeah. the town. Ooh. Going on real, real nice. L- listeners. Real classy dinner like. Listeners, are you asking why? Well, yes, because we do love each other's company. Mm-hmm. But it's also in preparation for our guest next week, Mr. Rich Cho, operator of one of the best food websites out there, Big Time Bites. We're going to, me and Dave, we're going to evaluate a dish right here in Jacksonville. And Rich is going to evaluate our evaluation. Let's Mm -hmm. do it. He's going to let us know how good we are at evaluating food. I can't wait. I can't wait to have him on the show. I'm excited. It's going to be fun, man. Can't wait for it. But until then, I've been your host, Doc G. With me has been Mr. Dave Burl's Berlin. Happy Pi Day, listeners. Oh, 3.14. Yes, sir. I like 3. it. 3.14159, something, something, something. Isn't it ironic that Einstein was born on Pi Day? Oh. What? A mathematical day of celebration. It, it's like God's playing a funny it's crazy. joke. Crazy. It's God's plan. My God's goodness. plan. Justin. God's plan. Virgin Bat Evangelista. Hi. Bye. See you later. Oh, until next hump day. Zip it up and zip it out. Zippity doo dah.